Hail you nostalgic couch potatoes. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast where we're... <laughs> Hold on, I'm not looking at the you script. You just said, do we need a script? And I said no. The podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. That's it. One of us is a 9021 novice and the other is a 9021 expert. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. Well, I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our website, RadioMeanwhile.com, and please <laughs> follow us. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh, and you can share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod, and please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're bringing you a special bonus episode because for the first time in a long time, Kendra and I are in the same state, in the same room. We're in the same room! Recording an episode of 902 and Here We Go, but because I was traveling, that means we didn't actually watch an episode this week. So rather than go a week without anything, uh, we're going to have a little talk about some classic TV because, well, we've established that I'm the 9021 expert. Yes. This was, at the time, I was like, stop everything. We got to get home. I got to watch 90210. I had VHS tapes set up to record. I remember calling my grandma and telling her to record an episode for me because (laughs) I wasn't going to get back in time. Grandma, please. This was serious. (laughs) So this was was my major, like, TV obsession at the time. But we haven't really got into, like, what yours were. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk a little bit about Kendra's go-to shows from when she was, you know, 10, 11, 12. 13, and beyond 14. that age. And we'll talk a few about some of my other, like, 90s faves. So what is it, Kendra? Well, it's when I was a little bit older, I okay. guess. Like, middle school into high school, it was Gilmore Girls. Oh. Gilmore Girls was okay. like, my mom and I were locking ourselves in our room. Yeah. It is 8 p.m. on a Wednesday or whatever it was. I'm pretty sure it was Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And nobody bother us because we're watching Gilmore okay. Girls. And that was like... I mean, there were Disney Channel shows that I was like, oh, this new episode is coming out tonight. Yeah. And I would definitely watch, you know, be there to watch it. But I feel like Gilmore Girls was the first show that I was like, I'm every single week going to sit here on time and watch the show. I remember, so I mean, I'm a big Gilmore Girls fan too. I remember watching the first season, I think on DVD when I was in college. Mm. And then when my wife and I who was my girlfriend at the time (laughs) (laughs) when we started dating she was a huge fan and so then i kind of like jumped from where i was in the first season to whatever was airing at the time and then we watched you know the rest of it like live as it was happening and it really was like week to week it was like (gasps) you know like what's gonna happen because it's a very twisty show it is yeah and we uh we did an episode about gilmore girls on nostalgia (gasps) this right should you want to go back yes in the uh in the episode That's archives right. and look for that. They're all still there. Um, but yeah, still one of my favorite shows to this day. And it was special because it was like my mom and I, yeah. that it was like our show okay. that we watched. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was like my first real appointment TV okay. outside of like Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I there were many Disney Channel shows that I was like, there's a new episode that I need to watch. But Disney Channel is, was very good about like, if there was a new episode, they were probably going to play it like yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 times yep. That's the way uh, <laughs> in the coming weeks. So if you missed it, it wasn't as you big of a deal. Again. Whereas yeah. if you miss Gilmore Girls, how are you going to watch it? 
That's true. Yeah, you I can't. Think at the time, like it was like you'd have to wait until summer, and maybe they'd be yeah. out of the season. Maybe. Yeah. You know, but that, and we that did have Netflix given. at that time, so I don't know if we could have like gotten a season on Netflix. probably the disc. Like gotten a disc. Yeah, we were I doing disc. Do you know yeah. people still do discs? Is it true? I think that's what Eric told me. Oh. He said people still do discs. Well, you know, I mean, some places, like, you can't just can't get a reliable internet connection. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're in the mountains or the woods or whatever, and sometimes it's just tricky. But, yeah, Gilmore Girls is a solid pick. Thank Uh, you. 90210 was definitely the one, and the one with the most longevity, I would say, that I was, like, committed to. Um, Well, once we get into the higher seasons, I'm going to try to see if I can figure out a point where I sort of, like, drifted away and would only, Mm -hmm. like, catch it sporadically. But for a long time, it was, like stop everything i actually think x-men the animated series might edge it out as being technically the first that i was like Mm. i have to see the next episode (laughs) because as they've covered over on previously on x-men the first season of that show is incredibly serialized oh yeah and so it was just like you miss it yeah you just couldn't you just couldn't and like things were happening every week that were just like blowing my childhood mind (laughs) So uh, that that was definitely a big one for me. Any dramas? Were you watching any dramas at this time? Not See, I, when I was way younger. Yeah, I eventually got into ER, but mm-hmm. I wasn't watching it in 1994. You know, you and I, I have watched Smallville. Sure, yeah. And I don't know that I've told the story, but when I was... I want to say I was in middle school. It might have even been like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. I stayed... my. Family went out of town. I really don't remember the circumstances, but my family went out of town, and I stayed with this lady from our church who was, like, 30. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, like, stayed with her for the weekend, and we had so much fun, and she introduced me to Smallville, and I was like, I love this. And she had it taped on VHS, and she let me borrow it. But then (laughs) I was watching the episode where with Amy Adams. Oh, yeah. Where she's like eating a dead deer yes. on the side of the road or yeah. whatever she's doing. And my brother came in and told mom I was watching what something scary. I know. And then Ugh. I was banned from watching it. Wow. So I didn't get to watch it until... Until we did our You re-watch. and I... Yeah. I mean, I could have watched it before that. But yeah. me and you and your wife, Hillary, yes. uh, we did <laughs> a... a the, a marathon. We did, but I feel like it took us almost as long to watch it as the original run of the show was. So No. You know And we had distance between us at the end and we still managed to finish it. Yes, that's so, true. That's true. I'm, I'm proud of us. And Smallville is is a hallmark for you because it was definitely the first time you saw Tori Spelling in something. Oh yeah. 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 She was. She's in I won't I think it's only two episodes, two or three. Mm-hmm. Her and Brian Austin Green, same yeah. season. So was that the first time for both of them, do you think? Or had we seen 90210? I think we had started. Okay. I think we had started 90210. Okay. But, it I, was, but that was cool, because yeah. when we got to those episodes, I was like, yeah. ah, it's Tori Spelling! And Brian, well, Austin, Brian Austin Green was full on in that show. He was. He went for yeah, it. Yeah, he plays Metallo, John Corbin. Yeah. Uh, Metallo in that show. He's No, he's really good in it. Smallville, for me, like, I remember I was in my first year of college when that came out, and I was... I had mixed feelings about it because I, it was... So this this sort of transitions into what my other 90s TV obsession was. And that's Lois and Clark. Oh, yes, of course. The New Adventures of Superman starring... Now on HBO. Alum, Dean Cain. Yes. Who at the time, when the Lois and Clark pilot aired, I was like, it's it's Brenda's boyfriend <laughs> from 90210. <laughs> Look, guys. Like, really, that was my thing. But... Lois and Clark was four seasons, and it was renewed for a fifth season, and that was in, like, TV Guide and stuff, and season four, like, notoriously ends on a cliffhanger that was never resolved, because the network later was like, ah, we're not gonna do a fifth (laughs) season. So it's just, 
nothing. It's just yeah. completely unresolved. And Smallville was not long after that. Like, mm. it was within a year or two. And so I had kind of a bad attitude about Smallville when it was coming out. <laughs> I was like, I just want more Lois and Clark. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But did you... You haven't seen Lois and Clark. Like, you haven't no, seen it at all. Not a single frame. Okay. It's pretty much like Beverly Hills 90210 was when we started this journey. I have not seen a single second of it. That's funny. For a long time, I feel like... And I think... For a lot, it's still true that when you think of, like, the best version of those characters, a lot of times you got to give it to Lois and Clark. I mm. mean, Perry White and Jimmy and Terry Hatcher is an amazing Lois. Oh, she's, she's so she's good. She's usually pretty great. She's so good. I mean, that whole cast is just really strong. And it ebbs and flows. You know, the first season's very different tonally than the others. It's, it's a little bit more serious. And the later seasons are, they're not goofy, but they're... They're like comic booky without being comic booky. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a little over the top, but you don't see a lot of like DC Comics characters coming in or anything like that. Right. But that was another show where I just I couldn't. I still feel guilt over missing the finale live because mm. I was like playing with friends or something, or like we were out somewhere. You and I was abandoned. Like, oh. your I was post. like, if I leave now, I could catch Lois and Clark. And I was like, ah, it'll be back for a fifth season. <laughs> so I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it, and I really... You had too much faith. Even now, I hate to admit that I purposely missed the Lois and Clark finale and had to watch it later. It's like how so. I purposely didn't go to a play that you were directing and That's that true. my husband was in. Yeah. No, before, he wasn't my husband at the time. Before he was your husband. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't that good of friends with you yeah. guys at that point. That's so. true. <laughs> but Lois and Clark, I mean, it, uh, it definitely had its... Uh, so much of it was based on their relationship, you know, so there was a lot of false starts were like oh are they going to get together is she going to find out the secret and now there's these like external love interests that's going to throw everything so a lot of the tension there was more about the romantic subplots which i was used to thanks to right. 90210 thanks to 90210 but i don't know that show i haven't rewatched it in a long time and part of me is a little afraid to but it will always like hold a very special place in my yeah. heart because it hit me at the perfect time yeah you know i also want to say that we Maybe more my brother than me, but I I feel like we both were very into the Batman Superman oh, hour. Yeah, like that was TV that we were like, okay, here we go, yeah. Batman, and then Superman, and and Justice League as well. Like I I was definitely like that about Batman the animated series, but less or so about everything that came after it. Yeah, I don't know why, but <laughs> but I just like I have such nostalgia for that like opening that they did with oh, Batman yeah. and Superman that led into that yeah. hour. But I feel like that was a show that we were like, Justice League is on today. We have to get home so yeah. we can watch Justice League or Batman um, and Batman Beyond. Uh-huh. We watched a uh-huh. lot as well. A golden age of DC animation. I know. Uh, the silver age, I guess, of DC <laughs> animation would be the 80s. And I still remember coming in a Saturday morning and finding that Super Friends just wasn't on anymore, that it was canceled. (sighs) And that was a a heartbreak for a young Nick Gunning. It's so weird how, like, like when you're a kid, you don't really think of things as, like, in seasons like we do. But they are. Yeah. Like, if you buy stuff now, it's, like, season one, season two. And I'm like, it was just on all the time. Yeah. There was never a time when these shows weren't on. Yeah, well, I think they did such a good job of, like, well, I mean, the Batman Superman Hour, for example, a lot of that was repackaged from earlier shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they did such a good job of sort of intermingling. It feels like these shows ran for, like, five years, when really there's, like, 25 episodes that they Mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, pick apart and put in different orders and things. But, yeah, I uh, I was big into Super Friends. Uh, what about um, sitcoms? Were there any sitcoms at that time? That you I'm were trying into? to think. I mean, probably Boy Meets World. But I feel okay. like when I 
got into Boy Meets World, it was already like in Cindy, like reruns oh, okay. and stuff. All right. When they were showing it on like Disney Channel yeah. and stuff. But I did, you know, I if I knew it was on, I was sitting and I was watching Boy Meets World. Okay. Because I love it. I watched Boy Meets World, but it wasn't like I wouldn't put it in the same level of like, oh, I have to watch it. Like if it was on, I would enjoy it and I was interested like in the characters and what was going on, but it was never like appointment TV for me. Right, yeah. So. Do you count shows like like Lizzie McGuire? Is that yeah. a sitcom? Okay, well, yeah. well then yes. Yeah, I mean it's like more like a kids. I guess I would put that in the same category as I would put something like a like a Saved by the Bell. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, so I mean all I grew up in that era of Disney Channel show where yeah. it's like Lizzie McGuire, mm-hmm. even Stevens, um uh Phil of the Future. Yeah. Um Oh, there's another one. Kim Possible. Mm-hmm. That's an animated show, mm-hmm. but um, so yeah, so that like that era, famous Jet you. Jackson. Okay. Famous Jet Jackson was the the first one. Yeah, that was like my introduction to. And Disney he was Channel. on Smallville. To bring it back to that, he was. I know uh, he was. He was yeah, but yeah. the first Disney Channel anything we ever saw was the movie, the Jet Jackson movie. So we were very confused because we hadn't I, seen any of the I show. I <laughs> really don't know anything about it. Really? Like I think I was just a little too old. But do you know the premise of the show? No. Oh, the premise of the show is that he is an actor who plays a secret agent, Jet Jackson, oh, oh, on a TV fun. show. Okay. And he wants to, f- he brings the show to film in his hometown so he can go to school and be oh, with his okay. friends and stuff. So he, like, films this oh. secret agent show oh, but he also say, goes to school. But he's not really a secret agent. That's what I thought you were going to say. Well, in the movie, it's a little confusing. Oh, okay. Because there's, like, some of the characters come out. It's, like, very trippy oh, in the movie. wow. Some of the characters from the show become real and... It's that, very trippy and that dark. Would be, that a, would be a hard way yeah, to start. Yeah, I know. It was, a weir- yeah. it was a weird way to start. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I was sold out for the Disney Channel. And as, as far as, sold like, out. <laughs> as far as appointment TV yeah. went, um, the movies specifically, the Disney Channel original movies. Oh, I know movies, about that. Yeah. It was like, if it's premiering, I'm in front of the You're TV. You're going to see it. And they, they advertise those so heavily yeah. that you were I would it would be burned in your brain what day and what time it was going to premiere and I would just I would be there I remember the first trailer for High School Musical <laughs> and just being like what is this I love it <laughs> and I love it to this day okay so I we were talking just last week I think about some of mine obviously mine are a little earlier than yeah, yours little. Uh, not Disney Channel so much just like when Nickelodeon started doing I guess you would say, you know, a sitcom, but that was specifically aimed towards kids. Of course, Saved by the Bell. I mean, I was reading the Saved by the Bell books. I actually just recently read a new Saved by the Bell graphic novel. Wow. That's like, it's a few years old and it's, it wasn't very good. Mm -hmm. It didn't really, like it worked as kind of like a, like an Archie ripoff, but it didn't really feel like Saved by the Bell. Mm, Bummer. I'm sad to report. But I was way into Saved by the Bell and I was... 100% 100% into Saved by the Bell, the college years. Yeah. Which was concurrent with 90210. Like, we yes. talked about that when Tiffany Thiessen came yeah. over here. Like, the cancellation of that show. Uh, but that one was more serialized and more of a real... Because the original Saved by the Bell, you can kind of watch in any order. Mm-hmm. A few things matter, but most things don't. Right. But the college years was much more of... Uh, I mean, it felt a little more 90210-y to me. There was mm. a lot, like, going on in the brief time that it was there. Uh, so that was that was a big deal for me. But I liked all of the Nickelodeon stuff, like Hey Dude was a big one for me. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. They all work on a dude ranch in the summer. And my wife got the (laughs) DVDs for me, like, several years ago now. And I was like, yes, I haven't seen this in forever. And we put it on, and it was 
horrible. <laughs> horrible. Oh, like, that's always rough. Like, unwatchable. It was like community <laughs> theater. It was... It no, was tough. not that bad. It was tough. Uh, but I love that. And like, like like we were saying last time, Secret World of Alex Max, Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts. I mean, those were... Mm. I, I needed those. Ma- any mainstream sitcoms you were watching at this time? I don't think so. See, because I, I often think about uh, skipping... Well, not skipping. I sang my part. But then we were supposed to stay for the entire choir concert. <laughs> but the Seinfeld finale was airing. So oh, like we well. finished our song, and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Not, not worth it, because the Seinfeld finale is well, poop. Well, no, I was, dis- poop. I was disappointed by it. But I did... I feel like that was the most rebellious thing I did, was being like, yeah, all right, I'll stay for this choir concert. You know, I feel, like, I feel like you and I and our spouses yes. are some of the only people that I know. Like, I always think, like, people love TV and movies as much yeah. as we do, and then I interact with people, and they just don't. They don't. They watch TV, but they're not going to leave a choir concert to go watch a finale of a show yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, today you can just, yeah. you know, you can watch it later. But, um, yeah, so I'm always surprised. I'm like, didn't you watch this? And yeah. they're like, no, I've never seen it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But I do think it's like appointment TV is different today yeah. than it used to be because we have so many options oh, yeah. now. Well, that's that's what I liked so much about like, you know, like WandaVision when yeah. WandaVision was coming out. Mm-hmm. It was like we didn't dare not watch it that night because yeah. I didn't want it to be spoiled. I, I wanted to be able to talk about it, you yeah. know. So I have appreciated a little bit of a trend back towards, well, same with Mandalorian or things yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you know, where you're a little bit back into Yeah, uh, most recently I watched Mayor of Easttown with Kate yeah. Winslet, and mm-hmm. they were putting those out one at a time. Boy. And the, the night of the finale, HBO... It crashed. Oh my god. And I got on Twitter and everyone was like, You had one job, HBO. <laughs> like everyone was freaking out. And I was like, We're all in this together. Yeah. So that kind of felt kind of cool that we were all like there watching something at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> that doesn't no, it always is. happen. It's a nice, yeah, it's a even nice with feeling. like the Mandalorian and stuff, people are like up at two in the morning to watch it. Yeah. And if it's like eight in the morning, you could get it spoiled for you. I was so. listening to uh, a podcast I like called Fat Man Beyond, and they were talking about like this new thing and the way with like Stranger Things, like most people who are interested in like genre stuff at mm-hmm. all yeah. have seen Stranger Things. Yeah. But it's not like a constant source of conversation because it's like you watch it in a weekend or people are watching it at a completely different times. Yeah. And so you're not reading like articles or seeing tweets about like the episode last night and seven. So you lose something with that. Yeah. So I, I do I do like that we're kind of having the best of both worlds now. Like you yeah. have your option if you want to do it weekly or if you want to save it all up you know like you can do that so i like that um yeah there's pros and cons for sure i agree um i would be remiss if i didn't mention the office i feel like i just have to so i discovered the office in high school i must have been a sophomore in high school so that would have been (laughs) 2007 okay i don't know when it started but i was watching it on netflix okay and I just was like, I was up really late one night. It was a weekend. And I was like, I'm going to try The Office. And I was never the same. I, yeah, As you know. I do know. I, I think I I've know. seen all of it. Though this I, is an embarrassing number. I, <laughs> I tend to skip the ninth season. I always, like, I'll get to a point where I'm like, I'll try it. And then it just makes me upset. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, let's just go Even back the to the finale? beginning. I think the finale is really good. I never make it there, though, because I just uh, get so... Okay. 
annoyed with everything else that's happening. I understand that. I, I did enjoy the ninth season. I like to smugly brag about the fact that with both Arrested Development and The Office, I watched them like early in their original runs, yeah. and I feel very... Yeah. You know. You were on the bandwagon you know. first. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I just watch it on a continuous loop. Yeah. So when I get to the end of season eight, I just start again at season one. And I just like. Even Scott's Tots. No, I skip Scott's Tots every <laughs> single time. Actually, I feel like I just watched it recently and I was like, why am I doing too this much. to myself? It's too, too terrible. Don't you also skip the first season of Parks and Rec? Yes. But I think that's unfair. No. You don't think? No, it's so bad. It's short. I don't know. I don't Andy I don't think it's Andy is that bad. trash in that. Well, that's true. That's Who true. cares about um Mark Brandanowitz? <laughs> yeah, but Brandanowitz is all through season 2. Yeah, I know, but okay. like who cares about him and I Leslie together? Okay, I got it. I got it. Um cuz Ben comes in in season 2. True. So And Rob Lowe, of course. Yeah, and Rob uh, Lowe. I have to say Mad About You. That's another one uh, oh, yeah. from the 90s that at the time I was watching Mad About You came super close to being Paul Reiser and Terry Hatcher instead oh. of Helen Hunt. It was like down to the wire with the two of them. Wow. What a different show that would have been. Yeah, very different. Were you watching any, like, did you ever do like Nick at Night or probably TV Land? Yes. Considering our age gap. Well, I loved, um, I mean, I loved Nick at Night. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was on Nick at Night that I loved. Um, there was a time when... If really, like, if push came to shove and somebody asked me what my favorite TV show was, I would have really struggled to make the decision between Beverly Hills 90210 and I Dream of Jeannie. And that's oh, not yeah. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's fully true. I remember. I did love I Dream of Jeannie. I loved, uh, you know, Bewitched. And uh, my brother loved um, Green Acres. Oh, I love Green Acres. Yeah. Um, the Beverly Hillbillies. I used to love, on Disney Channel, they used to do old Disney shows at night. Okay. And Zorro. And I used to stay oh. up, like, on weekends, I'd be like, here we go, we're going to watch like Zorro. The, like the 80s, 90s the Zorro? The black and white. Oh, the black and white. The real Zorro. Okay. And I loved it. There was a Zorro that was on, it was just a family channel then, with Duncan Rengar, which my wife loved. I mean, it was like her religion. Uh, she, re- she really loved that. But for me, it was, it was I Dream of Jeannie. In uh, that one, I mean, there's, I remember this like three part episode where Jeannie's like trapped in a box and it's like, whoever opens the box will be the, her new master. And it was, I was like pulling my hair out. I was like, when is this episode going to air? I need to know. But yeah, it was, the slate then was Green Green Acres. It was I Dream of Jeannie. I wasn't allowed to watch Bewitched because she was a witch. Yes, and that's of witchcraft. course, of course. Uh, Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh yeah, of course. Watch Dick Van Dyke Show. Mary Tyler Moore. All the time. Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. Uh, so I, I really, I loved all I feel like stuff. I, oh, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. I loved Gilligan's Island. Yes. If Gilligan's Island was on, I was watching it. I feel that way now. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> so pass funny. Gilligan's Island. Uh, FX was showing a lot of uh, vintage, like, Green Hornet, uh, Batman, oh. Wonder Woman. I was particularly invested in Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. The Linda Carter, yeah. Uh, Lyle Wagner, Wonder Woman. That's so fair. good. Such That's a fair. good show. Do you, did you watch other teen shows? Like actual like well I don't you know like like a I don't like a Dawson's Creek or, or... I like Degrassi for a while okay <laughs> Does I'm, Degrassi I don't... count yeah I, I mean I've never seen it I can't speak to it but... uh, I mostly watched it when I was babysitting and okay. stuff but yeah I liked Degrassi because my my love of nine hundred two one zero never really translated into like you know now I'm gonna watch One Tree Hill or it's like it just my I feel like my I feel like my TV watching was more guarded than yours oh, maybe okay. was All right. um so I was you know. On the Disney Channel and and Nickelodeon, okay. those were and Cartoon Network, those, okay. the big three. 
I, I mean, I guess you can, you can't deny that, like, especially the first several seasons of Smallville are very much like sci-fi 90210. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yes. obviously, I mean, that's a teen show that I watch, but it, it never really translated into going to those other things. For whatever reason, just the magic of 90210 just got me and that was it. Yeah. I'm so. trying to. I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like, like I said, like Gilmore Girls was the first, like, actual. Yeah. This is a. This is kind of dramatic. Yeah. Adult kind yeah. of show. Soapy. That I was, yeah, that I was watching. Uh, this we're we're verging off our original topic here, but I loved Desperate Housewives. Oh yes. That's still high up Desperate, there. Again, I didn't. Terry Hatcher. I didn't start watching Desperate Housewives until my senior year of high school. I became friends uh, with this girl. Shout out to Savannah. Yeah. And uh, we, she was like, have you seen Desperate Housewives? And I was like, no. And she let me borrow her seasons okay. and then I finished it from yeah. there. Yeah. But yeah, it's so good. I keep trying to get Eric to watch it. Oh, I think I he'd think, like it. I know. I think, I think he it. thinks it's one thing and it's not. That's what everybody thinks. <laughs> I remember at the time it was like, oh, it's just about a bunch of wives yeah. cheating on their husbands. Yeah. Kind of like, like how Cougar Town, really, you think it's yeah. about one thing and it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. I remember so clearly when that, I was in college when that started. And that it was that was coming out, and Dean Kane was in some, some baseball show that lasted like a second, and I was mm. like, Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher are back, <laughs> you know, and that uh, that didn't happen. Does Dean Kane ever show up in Desperate Housewives? No, he doesn't. Oh, lame. I know it is lame. Mm. It is lame. There's Pretty a lot lame. of there's a lot of Supermen. I mean, uh, Jamie Denton, who who voiced Superman and All Star Superman, is in there, and Dana Delaney, who's Lois oh of in course all the Dana Delaney. And, yeah, you know, Terry Hatcher. Also, a lot of uh, 90210 World alums. I mean, with, um, uh, oh, who, Marsha Cross. And oh, yeah. uh, I can't think of the guy who played Tom's real name, but he played Matt. Oh, yeah, on, in Melrose uh, Place. On Melrose Place. Yeah. Both on Melrose Place, and then Brian Austin Green did the arc. So there's a lot. Doug Savant. Doug Savant. Doug Savant, Kendra. I knew you would think of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, I feel like, all's that to say, I feel like Desperate Housewives kind of filled a similar like niche yeah. that 90210 did for me mm-hmm. because it was soapy but like I also really was invested in the characters and like them. Yeah. So that was like this closest like modern day and that's not even modern anymore yeah. but <laughs> as an adult like that was the closest thing. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Any final shout outs to a show you missed? You're going to be mad if you don't say I know. Are. I'm trying to think. I think I've hit I think I've hit the really I mean there were um, we used to love to watch anime on okay. uh, what was it called? Tsunami. Uh-huh. T- Tsunami? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Gundam okay. was a favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roroni Kenshin, okay. another favorite. Um, so uh, Samurai Jack, I don't think that was on Tsunami. But yeah, so with, my love of anime started. Okay, um, in the early and days. I, but I didn't really know, like, I'm watching anime. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you like that thing. <laughs> but yeah, so. I would say the only other 90s thing that I was really like. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon that was the Ball, other okay. one. That I was that I was really like I gotta watch every episode was Saturday Night Live. Oh. I don't know what it was, but like I can't remember the thing that was like oh my gosh we gotta watch Saturday Night Live. But um, we would work out elaborate like I'm gonna have a friend over I'm gonna go to a friend's house and we would like sneak and watch like we you know pretend we're gonna go to bed and then I don't watch think it. I discovered Saturday Night Live until I was older, but we did as a family used to just sit and watch Whose Line Is It Anyway. Oh yeah. All the time. We love Two's Line. Yeah. And, and I still do. It's all on HBO Max, yeah. and Eric and I are binging it right now. Do you think, if you were allowed, if there was a world in which you were allowed to watch 90210 when you were, like, 11 or 12, mm-hmm. would it have been to your taste, or you would or you would have been like, I no, think this so. is too much? I think there was enough drama. Okay. Yeah. 
I need I needed some yeah. some of the drama, and I think there I think there was enough. And of course, with Luke Perry yeah. there, yeah, that would total have done crush it for you. material. Yeah. I've got to say, I'm still delighted that you're liking the show as much. I as you were. I too am delighted because <laughs> you really, you know, to your credit, you made a commitment, sight unseen, for a show that has I like 300 episodes. <laughs> Plus spinoffs, you yeah. know, you were like, yeah, let's do it. And then we watched that pilot and I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> the pilot wasn't that bad, was it? No, it wasn't, but it's, it feels like an 80s movie. Yeah. It's very, it's, it does, it's slow yeah. and very different from the rest of the series. And I was worried it was going to scare you off, but here well, we are. Well, it didn't. We're in season five. Five seasons Still in. Still going strong. And I'm loving season five. Me too. I'm loving season five. I really am. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Well, Kendra, it was nice to, I, I don't even remember, like when the last time, I guess it would have been like you know march like of two years ago yeah a long time almost ago. two years ago that we were ago. recording in the same room but yeah. here we are this has been nice all right so we promise we will watch the episode next time yes so you can join us as we are discussing season five episode seven who's zooming who which <laughs> now feels like a very topical <laughs> very topical title. oh should we shout should we shout out our our things should we plug our other podcasts? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Plug you, away. Go, you go first. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I do a bi-weekly Star Wars podcast with my friend Steve called This Endorian Life, where we are watching through the Ewoks cartoons, which yes. were 80s show uh, on Disney Plus now. You just got a sweet Ewok sign at the I store did. we went to. <laughs> yes, I did. You have to post a picture of that on Twitter because it's great. Yep, so I'm I'm doing that on the regular, and then for my job at the David A. Howe Public Library, I do a show called House Things, where we do regular interviews and talk books and all of that. So all that's good uh, stuff, keeping yeah. me busy. What about you, Kendra? <laughs> I'm Miss Musicbox ninety one online, and I have a website, MissMusicbox.com, and an Etsy page, Miss Musicbox Crafts, and I host a podcast with my husband. Nineties mm-hmm. music got me like this week. Your wife, Hillary, yes. is going to be our special guest because last night we went and saw Alanis Morissette in concert, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about ironic, which is not ironic that no. we're going to talk about it. No. So pop on over there. That yeah. is that is pretty exciting. We would also love to hear some of your favorite childhood yes. bingeable shows. So you can find us on social media on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and you can also find us at Nine Hundred Two One Here We Go right over on Facebook. Even though. No one ever looks at that page. I know. Someone go look at the Facebook page. (laughs) Nick is so diligent with it. That's right. But (laughs) tell us some of your favorite shows. I mean, we got to line something up for after we finish, you know, all the whole 90210 franchise. I know. We still have time. We do. We have have time. time. But I think it has to be something that I've seen all of and you haven't. I think so. We've got to switch. Which I think that means it has to be Bob's Burgers. (laughs) I think that's maybe literally the only thing. Maybe. Downton Abbey? I haven't seen Down now. Okay, no. well, there's another Could option. That. Could be that. Right. Listeners, what, what should we talk That's about? That's right. In 10 years, when we finish Down <laughs> 210, we'll start a Twitter poll, and you can decide then. Since we're together, Kendra, I feel like yeah. we should close the show together. Okay. Are you ready? Let's do it. 9021, 9021 here, here we go. go.